I have an IMDb. I have an IMDb. <laughs> what? But for different reasons. Okay. Uh, I started by working in film, and my first IMDb credit, maybe my second IMDb credit, because I think I, I worked on a student film that did relatively well. Um, but uh, the award-winning film, or probably not award-winning film, Airbud Five. Check out the camera trainee credits, and uh, <laughs> in the list of seven people, you will find mm. a Mr. Omar Moalem. That's nice. right. That's right. Oh, so you're one of those guys Air that buddies. makes those credits. Air so. buddies. That's right. That's right. And um, I uh, was fired after three days of working on Air Buddies, and. Um, because uh, I sucked. Because I didn't know what I was doing. I should not have been their camera trainee. I thought the word trainee meant that I would be trained. It does not mean that. It means you show up on day one and you need to know what the fuck you're doing. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Um, so you got fired off Air Buddies. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Three days in. That didn't make your production. Wikipedia page? That did not make my <laughs> Wikipedia page. Feel free to make it, put <laughs> it in my Wikipedia page. There, uh, Nick? Nick, if you want... You, what, what year did that movie come out? Hmm. 07. 06. 06. 06. Yeah. So there, there was also a famous in 2006, uh, Omar Moellum was fired from the, <laughs> the crew Nick, of Air should, Buddies. I, I invite you to update my Wikipedia throughout the duration of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you I, can live write my Wikipedia. But there was, there was a famous actress in that. I think, was it Patricia Clarkson? Clarkson? Can you check? Because I, I remember it being someone that I really, like, I had, like, an indie crush on her. Oh, yeah. Well, while you're finding that. Uh, so, we she was she was going to show up on, like, day 10, I think, of 30. And I just had to make it till day 10 to meet her. And I didn't even make it to day 4. Oh, no. You're like, hey, uh, do you mind if I still stick around? And- <laughs> do you? <laughs> hey, can I just hang out? And um, the way that I the way that I found out that I was getting fired was <laughs> the way that I I realized I'm probably getting fired was deeply humiliating. I um I showed up and there was no, another camera trainee. There. Oh no! And they were like, "This is you know David, uh, another camera trainee. He's going to help you out a little bit." So they got a trainee for the trainee. And I think by the end of that day, they realized, like, um, actually, <laughs> we do only need one trainee, and it's not him. Um, but it was ridiculous, because I was paid minimum wage. Was it David? Did it end up it being was, David? Well, here's the funny thing. Um, I, I thought, I left thinking, fucking David, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thinks he's so great, because he's worked on a handful of movies before. Um <laughs> But when the movie came out, and I thought, I'm not going to be in the credits. You're like, man, this camera stuff is did an amazing job. <laughs> look at the camera work. Look at the. It would be more like, wow, look at the um, film development. It's not ruined. Because <laughs> uh, they were shooting on film, and I had to take the film reels and take them to the dark room and like not expose them they to light. They were shooting on film? They were shooting on film still, For yeah. Air Buddies? For Air Buddies. <laughs> It was a $5 million movie. Have you movie. seen that movie? Wow. It looks great. It does look great. <laughs> I think, you know, it was probably the last movie shot on film still. Because 2006, that you know, we're getting there, right? Oh, yeah. That's around 
that time. They so that or that's later. the kind of movie that came, literally came in a cereal box because a few years later, I think two thousand eight, my niece and nephew got it in their cereal box. And I was like, great, let's let's check this out. How did it? How did everything work out? Um, and I thought, no way, I'm going to be in the credits. And you, and you told them like. I helped make this movie. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I helped make this movie. I spent two days in pre-production. I swept the, the film trailers and, um, you know, I hit the slate thing, which mm-hmm. is so much more complicated than you think. Uh, <laughs> so much more. Um, and so the, so the credits are rolling and, uh, and fuck, there, there I am, man, as well as six other camera trainees. They must have just been rolling through the them. turnover for that the turnover for that job <laughs> it actually made me feel much more vindicated honestly yeah. it really did i thought oh it's not me it's them but it was super me i they, mean it was absolutely they fired me. david too they did. <laughs> yeah. oh that's cool hey can so, you uh look up imdb uh sean borchert sure just You're, give me one second who was the actor you were referring to uh, was it patricia clarkson just name the lead actress who's at the top. Oh, it was uh, Cynthia something. Cynthia. Cynthia. I have a Cassie Badeau. No. That sounds, she sounds beautiful. A Kelly Chapik. No. A Jane Carr. No. She had a name. She had a name. <laughs> she had a name. She doesn't anymore. <laughs> it was Robert Paulson. <laughs> Her name was Robert Paulson. Cynthia Stephenson? I don't think so. <laughs> you oh, really you didn't have much of a Amy person. McAdams. No, I'm joking. Amy or, McAdams? A- Amy movie? McAdams is not a name. Amy Ra- Adams Rachel, is her name. Rachel, Rachel McAdams? McAdams? <laughs> I get them all confused. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> you need to work better on your crushes. Uh, yeah, you I'm, ter- I'm terrible with names. <laughs> At least learn their name, Omar. <laughs> like Allison Pill, Amy Adams, Rachel... McAdams. McAdams, um, and a bunch of other, like, petite... Uh, what is one of my highlights on IMDb? Big Trouble. In Little China. Hey, hey. Oh, As right. a... Strike Force. Yeah. Ooh. Loving the Bad Man. What are these? So how old were you Movies. when uh, Big Trouble in Little China came out? Four. Come Four. on. You was, did it. I really? Was a, I was a stunt double for one of the uh, Asian kids. <laughs> okay, actually what's happening? <laughs> but actually Big Trouble came out in 2002. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I'm the one on IMDb. (laughs) That's right. You you guys are not looking at anything right now. (laughs) He is looking at the source material. But I know it didn't. (laughs) Big Trouble in Little China. Did Did they make a remake? Possibly. So sorry. When did when were you in Big Trouble in Little China? Also, what is Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> I just got to remember what year it is, and then I'll Big tell Trouble. You when I was well, in no, China. it's not Big Trouble. In, Trouble in Little well, China. It's a list. Tim Allen movie. Oh, oh no, Big no. Trouble. Look, in, look down the list. I forgot uh, my original. What, so why are, why do you have an IMDb page? Stunt work. <laughs> yeah, eighty six. I remembered. <laughs> I literally have no idea if this is bullshit. <laughs> I can't. So name, I can the, name the film. Can, can, can I <laughs> just name can the film? Can I see your IMDb? Mm-hmm. I've, I've named all the films. That's all he's been in. Oh, just those three. See, my biggest fear is that I'm going to come in because I don't. I don't know you guys that well. 
All right? I know you from around, but I don't know you that well. Your biggest fear is you're going to come in and underestimate us? <laughs> my biggest fear is I'm going to come in, you guys are just going to, like, realize that I'm super gullible. Okay, well. And that you're just going to, like, play, you're going to play up the hijinks. Sure. It's going to be a bunch of hijinks. I'm going to be humiliated, up, and then when I look up my Wikipedia page, it's going to start with, like, Omar Mualem is an award-winning dumb idiot, period. <laughs> Who said we could do this? <laughs> You haven't listened to many of our podcasts, then, have you? I have you don't not understand. listened to enough is, of your podcast. This is all a part of Nick's sinister plot to make you cry. <sighs> right. <laughs> He's piling a I little bit on at a time. They've dropped Big Trouble in Little China off of my IMDb. Put your IMDb in my hand. Uh, it exists. It does exist for stunts. We have Big Trouble, and we have The Librarians. Also really neat. What, uh, what sort of stunts did you have to do? Some big ones, and you were an actor, actor. A lot of, a lot of follow, loving following the Batman. Yeah. What did you do in loving the Batman? He loved the Batman. Like a Christian movie. Oh, it's super is I, a Christian movie, isn't it? I was pretty desperate about uh, getting Stephen into Baldwin. movies. Yeah. You were in a Christian movie with Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin's super Christian. I yeah. actually had to k- keep avoiding him. Why? What? What? What was he, he just like? You? Like he would be talking to me about like how I'm supposed to be feeling about my like God when I'm speaking. Like, just like, he's just like, really feel it. Like, think about the way you feel about God. And then he's like, no, like what you really feel about God. Cause I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel anything about God. He's like, why are you in this movie? Like you, you chose the script. Why are you in this movie? That's a fair question. I was just like, because I wanted to be in a movie. Anyways. You picked the wrong Baldwin. I, I know, know. Like, I he's the worst <laughs> Baldwin. So you many no questions uh, listed. Is there a is there a um, photo? So this I have so many goddamn questions. We should just interview you. Um, so you were uh, in a movie with with Stephen Baldwin. He's super Christian, and does he only make Christian movies? No, he's got. Uh, that's the only people that will will pay him these days. Right, he right. went off the rails. Do you think he's happier? Do you think he's a happier Baldwin because think, he's no. got Christ in his life? I don't, think, no. I don't think he can be much happier. No, I think Baldwin. he got really low and had to get something in his life because he had nothing else. So, what do you remember about the plot of this movie? Uh, the fact that. Uh, I had got taken home to a religious family's parents. Uh, I met a girl, like, found me on the street. And then uh, then all of a sudden, Stephen Baldwin's in there. Do you remember that it was an... Um, <laughs> that it was an apologetic movie for rape? Do you remember that part of it? Also, uh, <laughs> not... Do you remember that you started in a movie that makes a case against abortion even in instances of rape? Yeah, but I wasn't the apologizer. In the movie, I think, played... Look at, do you think you look were at complicit my role. in this apologism? So what you're saying is you don't apologize. No, at, at one point I actually say to Stephen Baldwin, dude, that was fucking bad to do. Why did you do that? What, why did he do what? Cause he is he the rapist? Yeah. He oh, wow he plays the rapist. Oh my god! So um, <laughs> also she struggles to forgive the man who violated her boldly by 
she struggles to forgive the man who raped her. See, that's really the, that's uh, the part that I, I, I would have thought that would have come like so easily. <laughs> See, but then the, here's another. You know what? Here's another. Part you were at a happens. real low in your career. I I'm not. <laughs> I, to be fair, I'm not the one who played the rapist. It Are was, you the one who it, played? It was Stephen Baldwin who played the rapist, and then in the end, uh, he talks like he was spoken to by God to have done it in the first place. No. Yeah, and I and I actually get thrown off as the villain in it because I'm the atheist. You play the atheist in really? Yeah, that's amazing. Do you, looking back at it, do you feel I'm her atheist coworker? What was your to advice to her? Come, come home like I I backed her up when she had to tell her parents about what happened. Do you think there's a director's cut of that movie where you're the hero? You know what? It would only be about 13 minutes long. Is that right? Yeah, I'm not in it very much. It's still, this is still a serious role, though. It's a pretty big deal. Very nice. Uh, aced the audition. Really? Mm-hmm. You, so you walked out of there knowing you got this? No, not at all. But okay. they told me later, but they told like, you, that. you aced the audition. Wow. Do you think you aced the audition or God spoke to them and told them that, like, you have to hire this guy? <laughs> uh, they were, like, that. really on the fence about it, but then, like, God spoke to them. You know... The, See, the thing is, I don't think... The director wasn't a Christian, either. I think the writers were. He was just, like, a a hired director. They just needed a director for it. Of course. And, uh, honestly, him and I hung around quite a bit, just being like, so... I want to be in more movies. He's like, yeah, so do I. This is what the shit you have to do. (laughs) I've been in movies for 20 years, and I'm still making movies like this. I was like, well, this is my first movie. I can't, do you fuck, think I can't from here? fucking take this anymore. Did he give you? <laughs> no, he's never been in a movie. <laughs> what? Oh god! Oh good god! Oh, there this is, is so much there's fun. A, there's a Sean Borchard. That was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most fun I could have possibly have had on this podcast. Is all downhill from here. <laughs> oh, that saves the extension. Oh, you got the extension. There is a SeanBorchard.com. I know he stole my fucking name. Well, mm. the difference is all he it is, is a bunch it, of he like spells pictures. it scene like scene s c a n borchard. Interesting. He's a stunt but guy. All it is is a bunch of like weird designs and pictures. One of them is of R two D two. The other one is of random structures and gear systems. This is actually one of the first times we've actually flat There's out said our real last name on the show. Oh right. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta wonder though, how's this Sean Borchard doing? Because uh, obviously. He um, really, really wanted to make it in the movies. Here's what's really funny, though, is his IMD page has gotten really short. You, I don't know so why. Because he, he actually they've... was in Big Trouble Little China. He was a stunt guy in Big Trouble Little China. He's he been was around for fired a long time. off it after the movie was produced. <laughs> he had to do an that? Alan Smithy sort of thing. Yeah. Um, man, poor guy. Poor guy. He was like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And he started in stunts. And then, like, oh, this is not going well. And then seven years later, they're like, we would like you to star at opposite Steve <coughs> Baldwin. Baldwin. And he's like, Alec Baldwin, like, yeah, something like that. He, he, looks, and he's like, he looks like well, him. Well, I'm not sure which Baldwin, but even if it's William Baldwin, that's kind of okay. How many How many Baldwins? William, Stephen, Alec, and I think there's a fourth. Mm-hmm. Who? Fergie Baldwin. Fergie Baldwin. Yeah. Ferguson. Ferguson Baldwin. Just Fergie. So, Junior. Is there a fourth Baldwin? <laughs> See, Nick is our our Google guy. 
That's what he, is that why he's wearing the headphones there? Yeah. Yeah. He's a Google guy and the sound guy. He's monitoring all mm-hmm. of this. So. Mm. Uh, we were loud, actually, uh, we tried for a while using a different term for Google because we didn't want to give them free advertisement. <laughs> so we were just saying, can you Borcelli that? <laughs> Which makes a whole lot of sense in Absolutely. hindsight. Absolutely, it does. Who, um, who would want to give Google? You should just you should say, "Can you Bing that?" But actually, just Google it because I feel like Bing could use all the help right yeah. now. Bing is so bad that there's like malware that changes your search settings to Bing. Like that's how bad it is. They actually have to like con you into using them. Oh no! Well, is it worse than Yahoo? No, Yahoo is. I mean, it's the same thing, is yeah. it not? Yahoo kind of has an endorsement by Apple. I think though, they must. What makes you think that? Because it's the primary first search when you first buy an Apple, Apple iPhone. You have to switch it to Google or Bing. Yeah, smarty pants over here with the Google. Oh, I, I don't know if I that didn't ever Google happened that. to me. He's got all his facts. Although I will say it's <laughs> Daniel Baldwin, not Fergie. But Daniel, oh, Daniel Baldwin. Oh. Of course. Danny B. You know what, though? Alec's the best one of the bunch. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've actually listened to our podcast before. If you're just like, fuck uh, it. I did it. I'm drunk. I'm going to come over to that podcast that they offered me to come to. Um, but we do a thing. The book of Questions. Book of Questions uh, by Dr. Gregory Stock. He wrote this book uh, in the 80s sometime. It keeps getting revamped for today's uh, audience. Um, we have this version. We also have the version that has not been updated and was done in the 80s and never reprinted again uh also by dr gregory right Stock you guys, you guys talked about uh uh videotaping your sexual acts last mm-hmm. week yeah or last last uh last month mm-hmm. yeah well you oh nicely done there you listen oh, to our last episode listen to, the latest, listen to our uh, extension i like this guy our other guests just say i don't i don't listen <laughs> <laughs> or they pretend so you can pick uh any questions um, to have you know, the love and sex edition is we we found less risque. Yeah, than we thought. It than was we going thought to it be. was going to be. It's definitely so, more about the love. So pick your question. Uh, put a blue tab in when you found it because the blue tabs there are questions we've already asked. And I think we're going to take another piss break, and I'm going to play some elevator music. All right, so we're back, and uh, everybody. This, this was a two P podcast episode. I, it's you know, it's only a one. It's because oh, these God. steam whistles. I, I we yeah, had. I'm on steam whistle number four. I'm I'm just about at the bottom of it. I'm on numero three. No, but Nick, that is four. not Nick. That is not An a invitation. suggestion that I want. I pick. would like another one. Okay. <laughs> Garcon, <laughs> he's like a water boy, but yeah, he's yeah. the beer boy. Yeah, he's the beer boy. Well. It's beer boy, sound boy, Google oh, boy. Is that what your red seal is in? Is it in? Is it in beer fetching? <laughs> Parts technician, so technically. Okay, right? so yeah, <laughs> to an extent. If the vehicle demands it. Uh, I'm this vehicle, vehicle drives better with <laughs> the steam whistle. So, uh, you've picked a question. We we are well. We're at yeah. book of questions. Let's do this. We already. Did I actually. That. I don't even remember what I picked. So do I just hand it to you? Well, no, no. no you, you, read, you, okay. you get to read it out loud and okay. answer first, and then okay. we go around. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, you you tag on that side of the page, hey? Well, just well I did that. So I don't lose it. Hmm. 
Do you look to the future more with anticipation or anxiety? That's the full question? That's the question. That's what you chose? That's what oh, I chose. Oh, jeez. Totally heavy. That's, that's totally heavy. Okay. Usually people choose the funny ones out of the book. Oh, now you oh got my. really existential. I, th- I don't know. I, I, uh, it, it resonated with me, I think, because I, I think a lot about the future. And I am... I think I'm really anxious about it. Because I think about like how, how fast smartphones changed our lives like i got a cell phone i got a flip phone 13 years ago and now my my iphone is like my exoskeleton brain like i i rely on it so as you do like i don't need to explain this to you when i'm i don't experience boredom anymore because the second i don't have a task i'm on my phone i can be in between tasks and i'm on my phone and I think about how quickly that changed my behavior and then the technology ahead and how quickly technology is advancing and like exponentially evolving. And I just like, and then I lose sight of where I could be in, in 20 years. And that makes me anxious because I, I just can't, I can't picture where I am in 20 years because I know that it's going to change so much. I love that answer. I think what it does is branch it branches the question in two places. I think that there's uh, anxiety about personal future and this, the future of, you know, society. So I'm super anxious about my personal future. Let's say things stay relatively similar to the way they are now, careers and jobs and the job market and yada, 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 over even just the next 10 years. Totally anxious about all that. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know where I'm going with that. I just am terrified I'm going to be stuck in a, uh, in a, a, probably a good job, but maybe not what I wanted to do when I set out to get a job. Sure. And I think the other side of that coin is society, politically, uh, environmentally, te- technologically, all those things are changing so ridiculously quickly and and. They seem so precarious right now. Everything yes. is really scary. Oh, God. Absolutely. It's. I just feel like five years ago, I could have pictured where I am today. Ten years ago, it wouldn't have been a stretch to picture where I am today. But when I try to think ten years in the future... I have no or tw- idea. I have no clue. I have no fucking clue. Even if I'm going to exist inside of this like mortal vessel of mine. Yeah. Are we all going to have already moved on to I, VR? I like, don't know. <laughs> are we going to live there I now? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I used to teach um, at Edmonton Digital, Digital Arts College. And I was the boring, that's shitty... Not on, that's not on your Wikipedia. Yeah, no, it's not. I didn't read not. that on your Wikipedia. <laughs> I was there for two years. And I was the... Uh, I was the biggest pain in the ass teacher who came in to these classes where artists and video game designers learn to do and follow their passion i taught them about grammar and gerunds and communications and resume writing and they fucking hated me and that's fine yeah and one day in the video game class that i was teaching them you know grammar and all that stuff uh in the middle of the class this one student just like checked out and he didn't check out with his computer and he didn't check out with his phone. He checked out with Oculus Rift and he just like pulled no. it he pulled it no over way. his head and he just started like moving his hands in the air. 
And <laughs> so ballsy. I know. <laughs> and it was the most vivid <laughs> glimpse into five years in the future, not yeah. 10 years, not no. 20 years, five years into oh the future. Oh, my God. Like, right now, we sit around the, the dinner table with our parents and our phones, and if our parents aren't also, have they haven't already fallen victims to their phone addiction, then they roll their eyes at us like, we are going to do, like, with our children, it's going to be so much worse. We're going to be trying to have a discussion with our kids, and they're just going to be like this. They're just going to gesticulating through the air in a whole other world. Nothing I could possibly say to them is going to be as interesting as what's going on in that headgear. Absolutely. And most likely, I'm going to be just as fixated and addicted to it as they are. Have you ever... um... You're, I mean, I know you are. Are you familiar with Mike Winters? Yeah, the comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike Winters, uh, his his cartoons, he has one called, um, and I'll see if he'll let us post it, uh, because I love it for this. Uh, it's called Kids These Days. And it's just a comic with a grandpa on a weird talk show, and he's like, you or I, old, yeah, with kids in like the future and like everything is like he's being interviewed on a talk show and everything is the weirdest and he doesn't know what's up and he wets his pants and when he comes back everything's different and he's in a cube <laughs> world and like nothing makes sense. I, I, that's I feel exactly like technology is advancing like. so fast that that's maybe what it can be. Absolutely, but I'm also afraid that like I and this is probably the more preferable situation. I'd rather be caught up with it than be left behind. But I'm worried that like I will be so um attached to the technological advancements that I will be a part of this sort of disconnection from the wor- real world and this reattachment to the virtual world in which case like does your marriage matter? Oh yeah. Do yeah. you need to keep your job? Like, why do you have friends? And all these people why, with a philosophy keep, degree are finally maintain, laughing. Yeah, why maintain <laughs> relationships with your parents when your virtual parents are so much more interesting? Yeah. And all of these things are legitimate questions because even right now when I'm at my parents' house, there is no conversation that we're having that is more interesting than what's going on in my phone on the internet. And I'm tempted to just check out at any second and like, get into my phone yeah and i think about the 360 immersion of virtual reality 360 internet i mean why even have feet and arms i've just it's not even virtual reality it's the augmented reality or that yeah yeah, absolutely which will just be like when we're going about our day-to-day lives that that i seem like that will probably transition maybe more to virtual reality have you have you seen are you familiar with uh magic leap no. Magic Leap is a new technology mm. coming out. We've talked about it on the show before, and I yeah. actually just posted something on Twitter regarding it because uh, Star Wars posted about it. Uh, it's The Star Wars. The Star Wars. Like the movie. Which actually makes me excited because <laughs> if, if Disney is backing the tech, the tech uh, then maybe it's ca- coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's, it's these glasses that you put on, and they overlay uh, virtual worlds on top of the world you're in. Right. So you'd be sitting in your in this garage, and R two D two and C three PO are there putting a map in front of you, and you're looking at plans to, uh, to for some mission. And it's a, it's on a ver- it's all right there. And if you move over here, so that's what you exists move over right here, now. 
it, it, that that is literally right. about to be marketed. Right. That's not what anyone wants. What everyone it's what wants. I want. Okay. I kind of want it. You want that? That's no, cool. No, that's no. Cool. Because, because because it's such a good the, learning tool. It's the way like, the way they, the way they, and I'll send you the. I'll send you the trailer it, they use. No, the, tra- I, I, the trailer is perfect. Totally. Let, but the, no, I, the, the first no, no, thing no, no. that <laughs> Omar, you've talked enough. <laughs> I've barely I barely talked. Guest. In the last five minutes, it's my turn. Oh, what, how, so um, one of the things that magically got to me was like they they put it from the view of a guy who's sitting at his boring office job. It's in a cubicle. space. He's got his cubicle space. He's got his computer. He puts on his glasses. It augments. And all of a sudden, they're having an alien invasion in his office. And he's holstering his rifles that he can click, like, from in his visual space. And, like, shooting monsters that are coming around corners and stuff in his cubicle space. It sounds amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And a but, tank bursts through his wall. Okay. I also think oh, then the that tank bursts through a wall. people are not going to want to play video games for most of their days. That they're going to find other ways. But the thing like, is, is that it's for other aspects of life as well. That's what I'm saying. So it's the other aspects yeah. of life like you that can, are that like teaching your child about the solar system or anything is like that's that's how they're marketing. Yeah, this. it's lovely that that it's how you know it's going to grow. People are yeah, it's you, you take grow. one technology and have an innovator on. No, top of where it. Omar is going with this I'm, is I know what he's saying. Harem. He's going holiday. I'm yeah. seeing a harem of yeah. women. Oh yeah, because that is what. Or Japan's or men, it. you know, depending on what your sexual preferences are. That is, we of course that's the first did, thing. Did you see that, that we're going to try to realize? Did you see that Japanese guy? Yeah, in all I the gear yes, rolling yes, around I did. On the ground I saw the guy his having his VR yeah. sex, and <laughs> I thought, <laughs> and I thought you were jealous. <laughs> you know what? I thought, why not? Of course, of course, why not? Of course, why not? Why of can't course. we do that? He looks preposterous, but like. I look preposterous looking at a glass screen. Who doesn't look preposterous just having sex? (laughs) (laughs) You all look weird. (laughs) I've actually been told that I actually look pretty (laughs) adorable. I look pretty adorable. We should give Sean a chance to answer the question. Sean, anxiety and the future. I have an answer, too. I can't remember what the question is anymore. What was the question? Um, It was, would you rather um, kiss... Fuck <laughs> or spread. I don't know why it said that. Not marry. Not marry. Spread. Not mm-hmm. an option in the future. <laughs> yeah, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> is, uh, kiss. Is, fuck, is, kiss or spread. Is, kiss. I'll kiss him. Uh, yeah. You know what? I got a better I question for him. you. It'd be a big thank. Do you thank look you. to the future more with anticipation or anxiety? I definitely would have to say I look to the future with anticipation. Oh, it's such a mix of both. No, now here's why. Because I cannot fathom having to look to both the future and the past with the same amount of anxiety oh. that I look to the past. There you go. My past has filled me with anxiety for my whole life and every day that goes by there is more anxiety. Really? Years go by, and then I have to go to the doctor to get a pill for anxiety because I cannot leave the past. Really? I, I replay everything that I may have done wrong in my life over and over and over again. He's your millennial cat. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all, I, 
I don't. I've that, even, I mean, that is so I've deep. Even, I've even stopped thinking about the future because I. You can't stop thinking about the past. I can't stop thinking about the past. Wow! How it, all your life? No, it just keeps growing because the longer I go, the more past right, I have. The more past. You- <laughs> 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 to be honest, I-, I actually think I'm on a breakthrough right here. Like what I'm saying is like, this. This makes so much sense because yeah, yeah. my uh, I've actually begun just not even thinking about my future. I think about my future through like like Mike. Yeah. And my younger brothers who are still eager to do projects and do things. And I'm what? just like, you know what? The only reason I'm not going to do Did this you? is because I don't want to disappoint you. And I don't want to add this to something I regret later. Did you fuck up the past? I fucked up the past. I got some big fuck ups. You did? Yeah. Yeah. We all got a couple of those. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we all I got, got a couple of those. seven or 8,000. Really? Okay. Yeah. It got to. I actually went through a few phases where I thought like the way to get over like having dealing with anxiety from the past was to just not give a fuck anymore. I spent, but that just created. I more spent two regrets. years of not giving a fuck, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I just doubled yeah, all yeah. of my fucking regrets. Nihilism doesn't work. <laughs> wow. Wow, I mean, Ni- nihilism uh, yeah, does I mean, work if you're fully committed. Yeah, if you go, you to gotta the be end. really fucking committed I, and really be able but to. You're not, a, you're not a nihilist. You're a hedonist, and you need to care more so that you can get to that point where you can join the virtual world with everyone else. I want to no join regrets. the virtual world with you guys, and but I fuck everything. There's a few things <laughs> I gotta clear up first. Do you, do you think that the virtual world could cure your anxiety about the past? If my virtual world was allow me would allow me to relive my past quick in a few moments when I could make a different decision, and then I Wait, got you, to catch sorry, up. You would use I would use the my virtual world to go to back relive the past. Yeah, really, probably the past is that visceral. It, it would be re- it would be really it would probably do a lot for me cathartically. Yeah, wow. If you could like relive moments and make different choices and actually see it play out, how it would like. I feel like that would be like that, yeah, I, that, or else that you would me, just come out of it and be like, because maybe, shit, maybe, maybe you make they a different, were right. maybe that's you make I a different choice and it ends up worse or uh, or uh, the same. Maybe I mean I feel like that would be a bonus level. Oh, absolutely. Like, but, but that's but, the, that's, but bonus. it's just a bonus level. Like yeah. it's it's a footnote yeah. to what else you could be doing. I'd be more interested in just experiencing different. Realities this and, and is, just surrealities. Then this to, is like when I think about um, when I think about like if if I died, if I died and there was a heaven, uh, or at least some omniscience. The, there you know? is a heaven. Okay, okay. I'm Shh. telling you right now. <laughs> if a good there, book tells us <laughs> there's a heaven. If it like let's say there's some omniscience after death, I would love. To be able to have like a, if you've ever seen the Futurama episode with the what if machine, mm-hmm. I want that after death where you go like, oh, you, the what you, if machine. where what you if. live your, where you live your life and you go and, and you just ask it a question. You go, right. How many, like you want to know the answers to how many times did, was I like, like a, a millimeter away from dying? How many times was there somebody 
right. stalking me that I didn't know. How many how many times did I really fuck it up and I could have been a millionaire? How many times? All of those things. Like See, I want to just that, ask okay, all those questions. That's fascinating. That's fascinating because those are those things that like you weren't aware of, but you were surrounded by. Yeah, the they were all, time. and they're so real, but you just missed them. But the idea of like reliving a situation and just making a different choice. Yeah, I would flirt with that a little bit. But I, that's part of it too. Like, what if I had done this? Mm-hmm. That's that's part of the for questions sure. I would ask. Okay, but for sure, no matter what, I understand, despite what I feel, mm-hmm. that if I approach tomorrow, actually think about what the next week and the next month were my plans, and was active at making it the best it could be. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to keep adding on to yeah, my absolutely, absolutely of absolutely of time past. But it's hard, even though I know what the right answer is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like anxiety just gets yeah. Well, just, it, it paralyzes. It, you. It's a chemical thing, and I Do have you, it too. And I know what you mean. So you, but I, it you, wasn't always you, like this. You look at the future with anticipation, because it might allow you to re-examine the past. I look at the future with anticipation for the hope of a miracle to correct every fucking thing I've done wrong. And Would, pretty much all that means is I'm waiting for a lottery ticket to win. Could that not... Or, or could every, that everybody not gets hooked up to the same machine and gets balanced out again? If, or something. Could that not exacerbate things? Could that not send you in the spiral of reliving the past? If I had $50 million? I don't know. Okay, okay. But are you saying? Are you saying if you got hooked up to a machine and like, are you talking like vanilla sky scenario? Like <laughs> everything becomes a nightmare. Like maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I would use the technology, um, not to uh, relive the past, but just to exist in a totally altered state of mind yeah yeah, also. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and Let's have a harem hol- and have a you know harem. what if all of a sudden holodeck comes out i will definitely just dive into that and if i make a mistake in the holodeck yeah i reset that moment and i replay it again like i do with every other video game i play where i save and then reload do you think <laughs> yeah. that vr is going to render um sex bots obsolete like do you yeah, think that we will, will still need material things in this world Here, if we can go into an immaterial world it, it de- and have them it depends how uh, realistic vr is like let's say vr on a on a sensory level like actually affecting your brain cells you right. feel, you're affecting your nervous system yeah it'll be great if you can touch and feel and grasp the world around you and actually right. it's as real as the world around you then we won't need then we won't need a, a sex bot iphone but you the, have a samsung so galaxy you can get vr porn on your phone right now yeah but for the foreseeable, you go to for, Hub, for the foreseeable VR, future VR i know stuff. i heard for I the foreseeable to. future no it's you need an, it. you need a, you need an off-sale I mannequin and vr porn on your phone that's what you need because <laughs> so like okay. so now okay M- what you mp3 also i think what i should point out is that you guys are i feel like pointing out the fact that ideal future where you're going to feel calm and like you've succeeded is if you're surrounded by uh, sex. sex. That's, yes, that's not because, necessarily no, what I'm saying. No, I, it is what I'm saying. It is what he's saying. We, yeah. again, mm-hmm. to come back to this, and we it is are, your earlier point on Jesse Byers' episode. We are creatures. 
we we are mammals. Yeah, we yeah, are on this planet. We are hardwired to do one or two things. You could argue two things. The I would rest argue is basically a bonus. One, reproduce, but also maybe reproduce and eat. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course, that's that sort of that is where we would we would all go. And I'm uh, but sorry the, to offend wanna, the asexual no, listeners out there who are like, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you know, I want to replay all my Sherlock Holmes mysteries. Percent of you, and that'll be an option. Have, yeah, of course, that's where. Of you course, can just play what, Sherlock Holmes mysteries. That's why. Yeah, the whole idea of the hollow deck and VR kind of thing is it's perfect for everybody. So if we don't go. VR sex to the, you know, uh, 10th degree, uh, sex bots. This, this is going to be like the next civil rights. You think that's going to come first? There's an anime. I think VR is going to beat them. It could, it could. Absolutely. If again, as, uh, as Mike was saying, if it can like take over our nervous system somehow, if Mm -hmm. it can be that, uh, if if the simulacrum of it can be that vivid, that realistic, then yeah, sure. Uh, but otherwise, I think we're still going to yearn for things in the material world. You still want, you still want that. No matter. It's I, also still going to be interesting. A... Take on this. It Let's hear. Be interesting. Go yes. on. First off, when it comes to me, I am I I'm a musician as well. Uh, I played guitar. I started at ten before the age of cell phones. And I started playing guitar. As many guitar because, players did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I started playing guitar because I got bored. And and on your point of never bringing up boredom again, now I have to actually schedule myself time to practice where I turn off my phone uh-huh. and put mm-hmm. it away. An uh-huh. interesting part about yearning for the material world is I've noticed my friends and myself in my generation, I'm a later millennial than all of you, you know, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, we are yearning for it and we are starting to turn off our phones and we are yelling at our younger siblings to do that. I don't have younger siblings, but I, you so are, so you are, you are saying, actually, so you're saying it's coming around again. I'm a saying we're going to find there's gonna be a, that, that, and a, why not? A renaissance. Maybe, maybe last, our children will completely reject the technology we offer. Luddites. We, we are off, we are rejecting a lot of the things that our parents offered yeah. us, the suburbs. It'll be the, come the new cool thing to reject technology. Yeah, I That's mean, it point. absolutely might be. Yeah, it. we find it okay to raise a family in the downtown area. Totally. Our yeah, parents totally would fine. never think of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, and we're starting to move toward uh, more organic foods, for example. Yep. There's a lot of things that my parents find quaint about my lifestyle that when I think about is just an absolute rejection of their values and it's coming back to their grant to my grandparents values. So yeah, absolutely. In another generation, they might see mom and dad staring with dead eyes at a glass screen or under VR, whatever it is. And they might say, fuck that. That's no way to live. Mm. I don't want a cell phone. I don't want Facebook or whatever the future version of those things are. I just want to like have a picnic with my friends. And you know what? Yeah. Honestly, of course they will. When you really think about it, of yeah. course they will. Yeah. Some group of people is going to be like, this is fucking this is ridiculous. And it is. If they, if they have is. a history book at all, they're going to be like, well, that was... That seems better. That seems, that seems <laughs> like it seems makes more like sense. like a nicer way to live their lives. And it, and it probably was. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Yeah, like, but it, the thing uh, is, uh, 
how much have we fucked up our environment and yeah. have to will it be there for live them? In, in interior spaces where the only escape outdoors is that VR space? Yeah. But the difference is, will right? they be looking to do those material <laughs> things, but in a virtual reality world? Maybe I still love to hear that I silver lining. Smith, but I totally yeah, play silver lining where the real where eventually we figure out the environment <laughs> no matter what, but we still keep going on a trajectory where you know the technology yeah. increases. And then eventually, as people are like, "Why don't we just enjoy these forests we saved?" Right? But I still okay. Sex box, sex box. <laughs> so ah, sex so box. On the fourth so what are these sex bots? Sex I still want to say. So one one thought I have about sex bots is that if we do go the Wait, sex when box you say way, sex bots, you're talking about like Android. Fully, is it sentient or is it like? Are we talking? Are we talking about like uh, Blade Runner sex bots or like we're talking about like uh, Ex Machina? Or- I'm thinking like Ex Machina sex yeah. bots. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that is probably the next like frontier in marriage rights. Sure. Like our our great grandparents or our grandparents. Uh, fought their parents over like classism issues or like I want to marry out of my class or caste and you know maybe our grandparents or parents had to like argue with their parents about you know interracial marriage Mm -hmm. and uh, our generation right now are fighting of you know fighting for um, same-sex marriage I think our children and our children's children will be like oh but you know Daddy, I love him, and I'll be like, "But that's just a sex bot. It's not. It's not <laughs> real. It's not real love. It's he, not he is sexual. great conversation. <laughs> he really is. But I'll be like, "But it's a fucking machine. It's I, a robot. Think, he I, cooks a great sweetheart. Steak. I get it's it. a robot. He doesn't love you back. This isn't normal. I think actually, if it rains, <laughs> there is. I think what actually is going to be the real deal." is that you're going to have long-distance relationships where your virtual partner across the seas and you get married, but you never live together. You only ah, live like together a in a virtual, kind of virtual world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And if that virtual world is as And you invite as everyone nervous. to your wedding, and they all have to wear VR glasses. And every- <laughs> you, I mean, you've absolutely. And it's absolutely a destination that wedding, and everyone, no one went anywhere. Yeah. They all <laughs> just went, we're all in Cuba. Yeah. They're all in their cubes uh, in their all apartments. The, the fancy dress shops and the the fashion places just they all go under because people can just choose their virtual dresses. That's when they they need to be fancy. Mm-mm-mm. Well, those designers still how don't many lose bitcoins? Because they still get designers won't lose their job. They never will. No, that's, in fact, there be way more designers. Job. So if you're listening right now, children, design, become a designer. Become a You'll, VR there, designer. We will always need designers. Yeah. We will always need designers. I went to design school, and that's exactly what they said to me. Is that right? The entire time. We every day. Every day. Is Don't there a single worry. school? You're, you're doing fine. the right thing. You're, you're doing the, the right, right choice. <laughs> I think journalism is maybe the only school where they're like, we, we might not need you guys in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice of you to show up. We might not need Appreciate you. Appreciate your passion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like... <laughs> Uh, okay, that's you know, and the future. We're talking about the future. Anxiety. You're a journalist. How do you feel about that? Are you anxious or excited about the future? Oh, totally fine. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm a journalist, but I've been only doing it for ten years, mm-hmm. and the internet has been a pretty big presence in journalism for the last ten years. And yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm told that 
journalist and writer are different things too in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, Especially I, when you I talk used about to the internet environment. I used to call myself only a writer. I nowadays I still call myself mostly a writer, but I'll 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 take journalist as well. And I think the first time I used journalist was when I was getting like trying to get a uh, mortgage, and I mm-hmm. talked to the mortgage broker, and he was like, "What do you do for a living?" and if you say writer, nobody takes you seriously. They're like, yeah, but what do you actually do? So I said journalist, and he took me seriously. So I use it a little bit more now. Your Wikipedia page says that you are an award-winning writer and journalist. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's. Did you, uh, when you did were, you add, did you add award-winning when you yeah, went, uh, when you went to the bank? Like you say, I'm an award-winning writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I should have. Like, what? Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm an award-winning. Writer. So I write things <laughs> to win awards. I yes, right. That's what. Oh, cool. So how many awards do I need to pay for this home? Oh, look down further on the because uh, you currently have page. several. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could list them, know, but we will later. Don't do that. It's here's the thing. Um, We're gonna link to your Wikipedia. Omar, Omar has already listed them on his Wikipedia page for yeah. listeners at home. You can check it out. If. Writers and journalists love to give each other awards. It's just an industry thing. It basically means you're doing your job. If you're winning awards, you're just like you're 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 good. That's that's all it means. You're good. You're good at what you do. Hmm. <laughs> Everybody wins them. That's all I'm just trying to say. Excellent. But you it know, just it sounds we need nice to people who are Edmonton actually... Podcast Awards. I, they, I think isn't uh, that what the Yeggies? There, there's the Yeggies. Yeggies, I think, covers some of that. What's the Yeggies? You don't know the Yeggies? What My the one goodness. that Big Rock sponsors all the time? I don't know. I don't. Do know. they? Okay. <laughs> um, well, there's View. View has a best podcast section. That'd be a wonderful thing to win. Sometime. Yeah, with View, that's so distorted. Vote, vote, vote for us if you win the View, or if you're uh, voting for View, uh, best of View. You know what? If you <laughs> actually now, here viewers at home, only if you really listeners mean it. at home, I should say, uh, we don't care whether we win in the best View thing. Yeah, that's we don't fine. care. Yes, I do. We don't no, care we at all. No, we don't. I we don't care at all. Yes, I do. No, no, principles. not at all. I mean, I know. I get that. Yes, I do. I, I. Principles really on principle. I don't care if I win an award. Yes, I do. No, from view. From view. Yes, I don't want to. If you're, unless I'm going to be number one in view, don't vote for me at all. So don't. Vote for me. <laughs> if you're listening out there, um, the yards also vote, has the yards a also has a podcast that we hardly <laughs> ever update. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend voting for the waste management podcast. From the Edmonton Waste Management Corporation, which does not exist, but I bet if we started change.org, we can make it exist, and then we can vote it for best we podcast. We get Joe on there. I like that. What's that? Joe from Lad Mags and Betrayers. He's waste management team. Perfect. Uh, he would be a great host for He would podcast. be a good. He actually probably would be great. <laughs> All right. Well, we are in the city that has apparently some of the best recycling and waste management processes. Yep. In the world. That's what the city keeps telling us. Yeah. <laughs> we are second place it feels, now. it feels rather like, yeah, it's it's very propagandistic, is it not? Like, I have not heard a single source outside of the city tell me that my city has exceptional waste management practices. It's, it's It feels very North Korean where they're like, yes, yes, we do it the best. We are the best at this. Everybody thinks we're the best at this. We're the best. Keep doing it. Yeah, Here's yeah. what I'm thinking, Omar. I'm thinking article. Investigate it. Mm. 
figure it out. Are we truly the best? Do Maybe. an ec- an expose. Maybe. You know what? Not a bad idea. I would I would love to read that article. All right. I absolutely would. Headline, trash talk. And then we'll have you on to talk about it. Awesome. I think uh, this was a really good episode. We covered a shit ton of Holy topics. shit. Basically, we're going to go through this episode gonna... and, and and map out for our next four seasons what <laughs> you're going to be talking about <laughs> for the next four years. This was a long episode, guys. It was good. Uh, yeah. This you was know, almost yeah. three we'll, hours. We'll, uh, we'll edit out your stupid shit, though. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, but, yeah, that just a, it would cut down. It was actually only 160 hour. minutes. So when I said almost three hours, yeah. I was accurate. You were a yeah. third of an hour less. <laughs> so, uh, what is? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna edit. We're gonna edit a lot down. We're gonna make it a proper full thing plus an extension. So it's an hour and a half plus an hour. So these are usually like that. Okay. And uh, anything that doesn't fit in there, we're definitely using as clips on other shows. Cool. The crying. Yeah, the crying is definitely making it out. It's gonna Sounds end good. up in the compilation. Yeah. Yeah. On Pornhub. On, yeah, the the yeah. Pornhub. VR Pornhub. The VR, VR, VR Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah. Compilation of your guests. Also, crying. thank you to Pornhub for <laughs> providing us with the stereoscopic cameras for us to be able to film the VR episode. Uh, really neat technology. And I don't know how much this stuff costs, but thank you so much. Uh, thank you to Pornhub. Uh, we will link to you on our webpage. This has been the Bojelli Brothers Podcast. Have a good night. Thank you, Omar. Hey, it's been such a peach. You're, You're doing the right thing. You're, You're doing the, the right, right choice. <laughs> we might not need Appreciate you. Appreciate your passion. <laughs> <laughs>